hangball and greedy in a certain town lived a bull named hangball from the excess of male vigor he abandoned the herd tore the river banks with his horns browsed at will on emerald tipped grasses and went wild in the forest in that forest lived a jackal named greedy one day he sprawled at ease with his wife on a sandy river bank at that moment the bull hangball came down to the same stretch of sand for a drink and the she jackal said to her husband when she saw the hanging testicles look my dear see how two lumps of flesh hang from that bull they will fall in a moment or few hours at most so you must follow him please my dear said the jackal nobody knows perhaps they will fall some day perhaps not why send me on fools around i would rather stay here with you and eat the mice that come to water they follow this trial and if i should follow him somebody else would come here and occupy the spot better not to do it you know the proverb you know the proverb if any leave a certain thing for things uncertain wandering the shore that was is sure no more what is not sure was lost before come said she you are a coward satisfied with any little thing you are quite wrong we always ought to be energetic a man special there is a saying depend on energetic might and banish indolence's blight let enterprise and prudence guess all luck is yours it cannot miss and again let none content with fate's negation sink into lazy self prostration no oil of sesame unless the seeds of sesame you press and for your saying perhaps they will fall perhaps not that do is wrong remember the proverb mere bulk is not the resolute have honor sure god brings the plover water who dare call him poor Besides I'm dreadfully tired of mouse flesh and these two lumps of meat are plainly on a point of falling you must not refuse me so when he had listened to this he left the spot where mice were to be caught and followed hangball well there is a wisdom in the saying only while he does not hear women's whisper in his ear goading him against his will is a man his master still and again in action should not is as should in motion cannot is as can in eating ought not is as ought when woman's whisper drive a man so he spent much time wandering with his wife after the bull but they did not fall at last in the 15th year in utter gloom he said to his wife lose they are yet tight fall or stick my dear i have watched them now till 15th year let us draw the conclusion that they will not fall in the future either 
and return to our old mouse trail. And that is why I say loose they are yet tight and rest of it. Now anybody as rich as that becomes an object of desire. So give me plenty of money. If things stand so, said the figure, go once more to growing city. There dwell two sons of merchant. Their names are Pennyhide and Pennyfling. When you have observed their conduct, you may ask for yourself the nature of one or the other. With this he vanished and soft returned to growing city, his mind in a maze. At evening twilight, he warily inquired for Pennyhide's residence, learned with some trouble where it was and called there. In spite of scoldings from the wife, the children, others, he made his way into the courtyard and sat down. Then at dinner time he received food but no kind word and went to sleep there. During the night he saw the same two human figures holding counsel. One of them was saying, Come on, doer. Why are you making extra expense for this fellow Penny Hyde in providing soft with a meal? And the second replied, Friend Deed, it is no fault of mine. I am constrained to attend to acquisition and expenditure. But this final consequence is your affair. Now when the poor fellow awoke, he had to fast because Pennyhide was in a second day of a cholera attack. So Soft left that house and went to Penny Flings, who showed him much honor, greeting him cordially and providing food, garments and the like. In his house Soft rested in a comfortable bed, and in the night he saw the same two figures taking counsel together. One of them was saying, Come on, doer. This fellow, Penny Fling, is at no little expense today, entertaining soft. So how will he pay that debt? He has drawn everything from the bank. Friend deed, said the second. I had to do it. The final consequence is your affair. Now at dawn, a policeman came with money, a favor from the king, and gave it all to Penny Fling. When he saw this, soft thought. This penny fling, even without any capital, is better kind of thing than the scaly old penny hide. The proverb is right. The scriptures, fruit is pious homes, right conduct that of learned toms, wives fructify in joy and sun, and money's fruit is gifts and fun. So may the blessed Lord of all make me a person whose money goes in gifts and fun. I see no good in penny hiding. So the Lord of all took him at his word, making him that kind of a person. And that is why I say, your wealth will flee a fate degree and the rest of it. Therefore, my dear friend Gold, recognize the facts and feel no uneasiness in department of finance. You know the proverb, a lofty soul in days of power is tender as lotus flower, but meeting misadventures shock grows hard as Himalayan rock. And again, the gold desiderating powers at strain is reached by listless sleepers with no pain. Though panting life goes struggling ceaselessly, the to be is, is not, not to be. And once again, why think and think without relief? Why wait? The mind with aimless grief all finds fulfillment soon or late, if written on the brow by fate. Or put it this way, from distant island central sea or far horizon's brink, 
Fate brings and links at willful whims before a man can wink. Or this way, fate links the unlinked, unlinks links. It links the thing that no man thinks. All life unwilling faces its unbidden doom. Some ill, no doubt, but blessings to why sink in gloom. And yet again, courageous cultivated minds, their fate would supervise, but linked causation masters and makes it otherwise. And he who made the parrots green, but made the king swans white and the peacocks party colored, he will order us aright. This is great wisdom in the old story. Within a basket tucked away in a slow starvation's grim decay, a broken-hearted serpent's lay. But see the cheerful mouse that gnaws a hole and tumbles in his jaws, at night new hopes unbidden cause. Now see the serpent sleek with meat who hastens through the hole to beat from quarters crammed a glad retreat. So fuss and worry will not do, for fate is something muddling from too good or bad for me and you. Adopt this point of view and give some attention to the ultimate salvation. This is the verse about that too. Let some small right vow fasting self-control be daily practiced with a quiet soul. For fate chips daily from our days to be, panting life goes struggling ceaselessly. This being so, contentment is always wise. Contentment nectar's draught supplies the quiet joy that satisfies. How can the money madden know that joy in bustlings to and fro? And once again, no penance like forbearance, no pleasure like content, no friend like gifts, no virtue like hearts on mercy bent. But why do you bore? with a sermon in this place you are at home. Pray divest yourself of disturbing worries and spend your time in friendship with me. Now when Swift had listened to these observations of slow set off as they were with the inner truth of numerous authoritative works, his place blossomed. His heart was satisfied and he said, Slow, my dear fellow, you are good. Your virtue is something to rely on. For in the act of offering discomfort to gold, you have brought perfect satisfaction to my heart. And the proverb puts it, The taste the best of bliss are good, and find life truest ends. Who, glad and gladdening, rejoice in love with loving friends. And again, The richest man is penniless, and living not a vain distress. If greed, true wealth destroying, bends his soul to lack the charm of friends. Now by means of this first class advice you have rescued our poor friend, sunk in the sea of wretchedness. After all, it is quite in the nature of things. The good, however, save the good, when dull misfortunes clog, for only elephants can drag their comrades from the bog. And again, no man deserves the praise of men nor meets the vow of virtue when the poor are suppliant from him go averted sunk in hopeless woe yet there is wisdom in this what manhood is there making not the sad secure what wealth is that availing not to aid the poor what sort of act performed without good consequence what kind of life that glory feels to be offense while they were conversing this a deer named spot arrived panting with thirst 
quivering for the fear of hunter's arrows on seeing him approach swift flew into tree gold crept into grass clump and slow shot an asylum in the water but spot stood near the bank trembling for his safety then swift flew into the air inspected the terrain for the distance of a league then settled on his tree again and called to slow slow my dear fellow come out come out no evil threatens you here i have inspected the forest minutely there is only this deer who has come to the lake for water thereupon all three gathered as before then out of friendly feeling towards a guest slow said to deer my good fellow drink and bathe our water is excellent quality and cool and spot thought after meditating on this invitation not the slightest danger threatens me from these and this is because a turtle has no capacity for mischief when out of water while mouse and crow feed only on what is dead so i'll make one of their company and he joined them then slow bade him welcome and did the honors saying i trust your circumstances are happy pray tell us how you happen into this neck of the woods and spot replied i'm weary of a life without love i have been hard pressed on every side by mounted grooms and dogs and hunters but fear lent speed i left them all behind and came here to drink now i'm desirous of your friendship upon hearing this slow said we are little off body it is unnatural for you to make friends with us one should make friends with those capable of returning favors but spot rejoined better with learn dwell even though it be in hell than with vulgar spirits roam palace that gods call home and since you know that one little of maybe of no little consequence why these self depreciatory remarks yet after all such speech is becoming to the excellent i therefore insist that you make friends with me today there is good old saying make make friends make friends however strong or weak they be recall the captive elephants that mice set free how was that asked low and spot told the story of the mice that set elephants free